building a fizzer Both wanna be right, lose sight Can't cut with one blade in a scissor are you willing to go away? All right, now you've done it. You found it. Congratulations. You've <laughs> placed yourself here and you're listening to a podcast at this point in time. And it's called Kick the Cool. It's a great place to be. My name is Wopsle. I'm the littlest little brother. <laughs> and I'm Shishi. I'm the biggest ba- and only big sister. <laughs> and my name is Tone. I'm right in the middle on everything. <laughs> you're just right. Just right. I came in a little bit like a unicycle on there where like I forgot how to ride and I was kind of wiggly wobbly and uh but we still kind of got we got there. So yeah. well yeah. here's the here's the problem is that you always you like to do a different I have bring a different energy each time you you do that. And I try to say the exact same words so that I won't forget what's next and I always have a script. <laughs> so but yours is probably the cooler way to do it. And then I, I try to change it up, and it doesn't always land. So yeah, I was going to say, I think time will tell that uh, a script seems to be better. So you don't say things like, you're listening to a podcast. And people are like, what, I am? Really? Wow. What? This is crazy. How did this happen? We need to review Wopsle's openings. Yeah, just one oh, at a time. Oh, that's a good idea. Um. Speaking of reviews, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but just recently, Spotify allows you to review podcasts. It's it's new, and um, I noticed it, and I went on today, and I had the honor of giving Kick the Cool our very first Spotify review. What? Nice. So you can't say anything about it. You can just click one through five stars, and then after I clicked it, it said, once we have enough data, then we will show this the, the rating to the world. So it's not actually out there yet until we get a few more. Oh, so this is definitely right. a call to action to our thousands of listeners. Yes. yes. If we could get 1,000 reviews before the end of March, then I think that would really help help our, our notoriety, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, of course. Sure. Because would be like the algorithm's broken. Somebody get in the machines and figure out what's happening with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that is a Yeah, that's a good call to action, though. Yeah, well, because I was really thinking that, you know, even in our in our iTunes podcast reviews, we've got 25 reviews, which is awesome. I was looking through them today and saw that there's there's a lot of good ones. I love that Heath is our friend, and he's the one that posted the four-star review to, like, legitimize our reviews, if you remember. Yes. And I went back yeah. and looked. Um, he's gone back since and changed it to five stars. So we actually don't have nice. anything that's not a five-star anymore. Oh, that's good. But I appreciate he couldn't uh, – it was weighing too heavy on his conscience to leave it at a four star. <laughs> you know that just every day, first thing he thought when he woke up was, oh, man. Yeah. Four yeah. stars. Yeah. yeah. Can't believe it. And all it. day long, he's just yeah. nervous, just crazy nervous He didn't energy. lay the blame where it actually goes at our feet for asking for him Right. To we that. asked for it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he took it upon himself. So anyway, and I was thinking, you know, a lot of people are, are hearing us say, hey, can you go rate us on Spotify? Especially if you listen there, just hit the star. It's really easy to do. But I got to thinking about how few people will actually do that because like my top five podcasts that I love to death that I've listened to every week for years, I've never rated them. Mm-hmm. I've never gone and rated. Right. Like there's things that yeah. I love that I've never gone and rated. You guys like that? Do you guys rate things when you like it or you just kind of be like, I like it? It depends on how hard it is because I I will throw a star up for a game. Like if I'm playing a game and they say, read us, I'll go ahead and throw a star up there. But, oh, Lord, I hate it when it takes me 
to Google Play and they want right. me to write something about it. I don't want to write something. I just want to hit the star. So I'm really lazy in rating things. And that's the thing. Like they depend on people on word of mouth, right? Just like we do. So why am I so right. stingy with it? Well, when you think about the whole internet is kind of, is this is a, this is a microcosm of the entire internet. And so you have all these web pages you go to, how often do you actually give anyone props? You know, and I, I try to do this in my regular life outside of the uh, side of computers. But when I'm, you know, when I, anytime I'm out and about, you know, what can you do to, to help people? You know, just thumbs ups. I think that's the only weapon you have. <laughs> just aggressive. Well, and the reason that they started doing that on on Spotify is because Joe Rogan said, "Look, guys, one of my main things that makes this a cool podcast is all the YouTube reviews that I get, or all the all the comments in the in the YouTube." And then when he switched over to he doesn't do YouTube anymore. Now he's solely Spotify, and he told them that's what he wanted. He wanted more. Uh, customer interaction for all podcasts. Hmm. So now they're doing it. They're doing you just have to have enough clout, enough listeners, and I don't think we're there yet. Oh, we're close though. We're close because to we're Joe Rogan. We're we're yeah. we're behind him somewhere. I forget how far. We're right. We're behind him. Yeah, it's somewhere between three <laughs> third and three three millionth. I can't remember. <laughs> we're either third or three millionth. Behind I do him. feel yeah, like being a, a creator guess, has made me want. Like, like creating this podcast together with you guys has made me want to be more generous with my reviews and with my feedback. It has not made me actually me do it, mm -hmm. but it has made me recognize the need for it, mm. which, you know, right. It's not nothing, <laughs> which is what everybody's going through. Everybody's doing the same thing. They're going, mm -hmm. you know, I should really rate that one of these days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll do it later. I, I bought these, uh, later, these lights from my garage, like hanging lights. And they were super cheap on Amazon, and they're great, they're bright, they're awesome. And I was just sitting there marveling at them one day. And Amy said, hey, yeah, you should really write a review on those if they're that good. And I was like, man, I should. And I think that's the closest I've ever been. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I didn't yet. <laughs> now, I, I have done a couple of reviews when mm. something just wowed the pants off me. So right. I, have, I have done a couple, but it has been years, and it's few and far between. And then you have to think, okay, do you want to review it on the place that you bought it from? Or do you just want to go, you know, kind of go to one of those? I don't know. You can leave a review anywhere, probably. Sometimes I just go out into my balcony and just yell. Right. These overhead lights are awesome! <laughs> and I just assume that probably helped them. <laughs> I'm talking five, five out, out of five, five stars. over here! You can leave a review anywhere. <laughs> you know, I like to give reviews. I think I was going to say this earlier and I forgot where I was going with it. But I like to give reviews to people in a real life scenario. So what I do is uh, like this uh, this girl at my doctor's office. She's always hustling. Now, she's kind of in a bad mood always. But the amount of work that I see her deal with shows that she is hustling as hard as she can. And she's the one that makes that office run. And so I asked her, hey, you're doing a great job. Is there anybody I can call to talk good about you? And I do this all the time. Whenever I have a good interaction on customer service over the phone or, you know, with anything, I, 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 I call in, I have a problem, they fix it. And I every time say, can I talk to someone to give you props? And there, no one's ever like, no, nah, that's all right, man. I, now, I have done that as well, but again, not very often. But that is a really good 
Like you don't think about that as being a review normally, but that, you know, it right. is. You know, that's a dad thing. But it People is. talk about that, that. Dads do that. So, Tom, that's big dad energy that you're pulling from doing that all the time. I do, I do too. I mean, I think, yeah, all, all dads do that. Like the... So I like to do it with the, with uh, tell the waiter like, hey, um, we're about done here, but could you please send your manager over? And I act mad. I, I I'm totally throwing that curveball because <laughs> yeah. I want them to be like, oh no. <laughs> they send over their buddy who's obviously not the manager, you know, <laughs> like the bus boys over there. <laughs> Shirt's not even tucked right. in. <laughs> they just just another customer, <laughs> and they're like, hey, free cheese sticks if you go act like my manager to this guy. <laughs> And then he goes over there, the and the and you and he tries to do the uh, do the fake out, and they're immediately they're like, we, we <laughs> yeah, know you're, you're, you're not done. really, you don't have a shirt on, sir. <laughs> Literally shirtless. You're clearly 15 years yeah. old. Right. <laughs> we know that you don't work here. Well, hey, on that note, what would happen if the people listening to this podcast really went to Apple iTunes and to Spotify and rated us? Let's see what could happen. I, I do think I've hit a realization that I'm sad to admit, but I'll admit it b- before you guys and our listeners and everybody. I think the only thing online I've ever rated in my life is the podcast that I do with you guys. That's the only thing. my own thing, which is pretty shallow and terrible. I should probably rate somebody else's stuff, I guess. <laughs> so right. I, I will work on that. But you do it so enthusiastically. Well, you get points for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Actually, let me tell you what I reviewed because I also wrote for, uh, on Apple Podcasts. You can just hit the five star. You don't have to write something, but you can write something if you want. Here was my review of Kick the Cool. Oh. What a fun show. Five stars. Granted, I'm one of the hosts, but I listened to each episode several times because it's just really a fun show to listen to. Also, the reviews are super helpful. <laughs> <laughs> So that's my review of this podcast and the only one I've ever left on. Anyway. Well, I like that you didn't didn't go like out of the box or anything. You said, hey, you know, this is this is true. Um, and I'm just gonna tell the truth here. And I like that's kind of what our podcast is based on, is we're gonna tell the truth right. and then see where that you know takes us. And we help people. And so speaking of helping people, yes. let's get to the part that uh is helpful to people, which is our reviews. Shishi, you're up first this week. What do you got for us? All right. So since I'm first this week, I get to bring the listener suggestion. And I was looking at our list and I thought, you know, the, the first day of spring was yesterday, you guys. Isn't that exciting? Huh. So that means that we're coming into warmer weather. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, what brings back the most childhood memories of warmer weather for me? And that is our listener suggestion today. From Amy, our beautiful, my beautiful sister-in-law, Amy. And she suggested we review riding in the back of a pickup truck. Mm. And that is, uh, you know, that was a staple in our childhood. So, uh, Tony, what what do you think about that? What do you think about riding in the back of a pickup? The first thing that comes to mind, which I I, I don't usually do this, but oh, right now I okay. want to do the yeah. first thing that comes into my head. Changing it up. Um, the first thing that I think of is the time... That uh, my cousin Little Joe and I were riding in the back of a truck, going about about an hour long drive <laughs> to Oklahoma City, and I had to pee really bad all of a sudden, and I knocked on the window and said, "Uncle Joe, I've got to pee," and he laughed. And <laughs> right. uh, so, so Little Joe says, 
if you get on all fours and rock back and forth, <laughs> it'll make you where you don't have to pee. So I started rocking back and forth in the middle of the pickup bed. I'm on all fours, rocking back and forth. Looks really weird. And all of a sudden, Joe goes, no way. And I look at him, and he's looking at the car that's passing us on the interstate. And I look over. It's a little bitty red, like the tiniest car you can get. And it has a very big man who's dressed up as a clown in it. Are you sure you didn't dream this? And he, <laughs> I swear this is true. And he looked over at us. He looks at me doing my little my little routine. And he just shakes his head like whatever. And keeps like driving. you're the weird one. Right. He's like, man, you see all kinds of things on the highway. Look at these kids over here. He's like, these weird people out here. I can't even deal with this anymore. What's wrong with kids today? That's what he was thinking. He was shaking his head. What's wrong with these kids? And now I got to go to a birthday party and entertain. Right. <laughs> so me and our and our cousin Rick were kind of the same age, or, or you know. And then uh, all of you guys were, you know, eight to ten years older than us. And so you guys were always the coolest guys, and me and Rick were just like the littler kids trying to be the cool guys. That was kind of our our dynamic. And so I remember so many times right. <laughs> driving out to Cora's Lake. And all of you guys got to set up on the edge of the bed of the truck. Oh, but me yeah. and Rick, because we were young, we had to sit down inside <laughs> yeah, of it. Yeah. Or even on the wheel well, which is the worst place in history to sit. It gets into your back. It's not big enough. It's terrible. Yeah. But I remember thinking how cool it was. Or like somebody could even set up on the tailgate. And I was like, if we run oh, over a yeah. stick that's too big, that person yeah. is dead. They are so cool right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I yes. almost bumped. It was so bumpy so between the gate and the lake out of Cora's Lake. That, I mean, people were just, it was like a buck and bronco back there. People were flopping yes. on top of the truck and out the and side. And just if like, I'm remembering correctly, we did fall off sometimes. Yeah, so, so. yeah. And I never did. got to ride up there. And then whenever I, you guys, you know, kind of went on and we were old enough to ride, I'd watched you guys ride it in such a scary way. I pretty much never rode up there, even after I could. I was like, nah, thanks. I'm good down here. Right. That seems pretty yeah. unsafe. Up As there. an adult, I, if I ever ride in the back of a truck again, I am not going to get up on the edge. That's in ludicrous. Fact, give me like a, a ratchet strap or something so I can use it as a makeshift seatbelt right. to harness myself to the floor. Just hang on to the, to the, the spare tire. Right. Just, yeah, just hugging the spare as hard as I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, man. Those are some good. I remember actually uh, the bigger kids would jump off. And just run behind and then jump on <laughs> right. again because we yeah. were going slow enough like it was fine. As long as you stayed away from the wheels, you were fine. But So I have two really vivid memories that always pop into my head when we talk about this. The first is, Wopsle's not going to remember this because you were a wee babe. But uh, Tony, remember our old brown Ford with the propane tank in the back? Boy, do I. And it had that. <laughs> it had that rack on there yep. and we would sometimes like we would just play in that truck bed right. you know just when it was sitting in the yard but we would hang on to the to the rack and just stand there and you know sway back and forth and it was like a our very own personal uh amusement park ride yeah. <laughs> and i now looking back like at the time i wasn't thinking at all about what mom was doing in the front seat but now I'm thinking, was she taking those corners really, really slow? Was she watching us <laughs> right. every second? I bet she was because I don't necessarily remember. Like it wasn't an Uncle Joe experience when I was riding in the back of mom's pickup. <laughs> right. And she used to get on to Uncle Joe a lot about his violent 
you know, steerings right, with us right. in the back. So. Yeah, we were just cargo to Uncle uh, Joe. You know, you don't worry too much about the cargo <laughs> <yes>. back there. <laughs> anyway, so the second thing that I always think of is, and this is a really, really hard, <laughs> fast memory, and I don't think Cynthia listens to this podcast, but our cousin Cynthia um, and I are two months apart. She's two months older than me, so we were just like tight growing up, kind of like you and Rick Wopsle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would stand up going down the interstate back then it was 65, but you know, uncle Joe was going 80 and, or, and, uh, our hair's blowing back and we are <laughs> right. singing, let's hear it for the boy <laughs> into the wind as we're charging down the interstate. <laughs> <laughs> How weird. <laughs> How weird are I'm we? I'm going to have to tag her in this post because I think she would get a kick out of that. Yeah, I remember I remember two two quick things. One is uh I I remember when I stopped as an adult, I stopped sitting on the edge and I'd sit down on the wheel well. But uh but yeah, so I remember when mom laid down the law and she would do this periodically because uh Wopsel would try to test Wopsle or Rick, I can't remember which one it was, but mm-hmm. they would test the boundaries and go ahead and try to set up on the edge like all of us. And then mom would blow her top and be like, nah. And she would get mad not at us, that. not them, because we weren't keeping them in the in the truck bed. That's right. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that I'm sure that's not the the back of the pickup truck's not the only instance that you got swats from me. I'm almost certain. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of remember. I remember very lightly thinking when I was growing up, why is everyone else expendable, but me and Rick aren't? Like, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> right. Well, that is a good right. point. Like, oh, now I'm I'm too old to be cared about. Now I'm 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 15 years old, way past the age of anyone caring. Yeah. It'd be tragic if a six-year-old fell and busted their head, but 13, 14, 15, nah, they've yeah, had a full life. Cares. They had a, had a full yeah. life. <laughs> we did what we could. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, because I'm telling you, I mean, she worried about us a little bit, but she was very, uh, mom was very much more lax with us, I think, in the pickup bed than she was with, yeah. but, you know, you learn as you, as you have children and they, you know, you mess up on the, you know, first couple of tries. And then you're like, oh, that's how I should have done it. And then that's what's happening in my family as well in that <laughs> my three kids dynamic. So just how it works, huh? <laughs> you just have a different parent. The third one has a much different parent than the first one yeah. does. Right. So. Didn't you <laughs> didn't you say one time, she that the uh that the parent the reason the second child is messed up is because the oldest child is parenting them? Has the new all parenting? The, yeah. <laughs> I think you said that. <laughs> yeah. I probably read that somewhere. That's too smart for me. <laughs> whatever. The, you're the you're the one who said Schrodinger's cat or whatever the, the joke Thumbs. was. Thumbs, yeah. Smartest thing we've ever said. Um, okay, well, man, riding in the back of a pickup truck is just so many good memories. I will say it is not illegal to do that. Even in today's today's really? age, it is in Oklahoma, you can you can have a kegger in the back of your pickup truck. What? It's fine. You can do it's lawless land. That four by eight square is <laughs> it's like international lawless. waters. You can do whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. 
Uh, that sounds like a country song right so. there about the bed of a truck. There being no <laughs> no rules back there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's international waters. I was good. So, uh, well, okay. I think we're probably going to rate this pretty high mm -hmm. because of all the wonderful memories and the fact that we did not die. Yeah. So, uh, Tony, I'll go to you first. What do you rate riding in the bed of a pickup truck? I'm going to rate riding in the back of a pickup truck two, wait, four out of five old man Coors cans in Uncle Joe's hand. <laughs> four out of five awesome. old man Coors. You know, one of the uh, Uncle Joe had so many tricks that were just impressive he was just like he's just kind of superhuman right uh -huh. but one of the one of the tricks was me and rick would always be in the back of that truck he'd be in the cab by himself i'm not sure if that was his choice or our choice to leave him <laughs> yeah. up there or if we just wanted to ride in the back but for, leaving from town he'd have that coors driving down the road about the time we hit that dirt road he'd finish it He'd roll down the window and just put his arm out and just flop his arm with this little flick of the wrist. And that can would come land in the bed of the truck perfectly every yeah. single time, going like 45 <laughs> yeah, miles an yeah. hour down a dirt road. And so yeah, true. It was very impressive. <laughs> Superhuman. And before anybody gets all upset about him drink, drinking and driving, it, it didn't affect him at all. Didn't know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was drinking Coors all day. So. It was a d different time. Yeah. D different land. Yeah. yeah. Wopsle, rate it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> do it. Um, do it now. Do it. Hey, Wopsle, would you please rate riding in the back of a pickup bed? Rate it. You ain't rating it. Thank you. I'd love to. I wasn't going to do it before. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're a little too demanding, but now that you said so nicely, I'll go ahead and do it. Um, <laughs> again, I got to go back to my to, to my first memories of it. I got to rate riding in the back of the pickup bed. Ten out of ten. Cooler cousins on the side of the of the bed. <laughs> ten out of ten cool cousins. All right. So yeah. um, I think I'm going to have to rate this because, you know, we were young and dumb and had no idea the dangers that could befall us. I am going to rate riding in the bed of a pickup 10 out of 10 oblivious close calls. <laughs> <laughs> That's hard to say. Yeah. It is hard to say. <laughs> That's what I rate that. Makes sense. I like to think at the end of our life, there is a, uh, like a stat sheet of like, how many <laughs> steps did you take in your entire life? Right? Like how uh -huh. many, yeah. how many people, uh, you know, did, did you love all these kind of stats? And I would love for one of the stats to be, how many close calls did you have? Parentheses. How many of those were in the bed of a truck? Cause it's probably. Uh -huh. the <laughs> <laughs> and how many did you know about? And then a separate stat. How many did yeah. you not know about? Yeah. So I got to really uh, thank Amy for this suggestion Thanks, because Amy. this was one of my favorite favorite topics ever. Yeah. So. Yeah. And she didn't grow up in the country. Part of why she wanted us to rate that is because she uh, doesn't have very much experience riding in the bed of a pickup truck. Oh, so, you, need to, you need to remedy that. Find <laughs> yeah. yourself a friend with a pickup. Just put her in there. Find some bumps. Take her out to Payton. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, what a great review. I think we're off to a good start uh, with this fresh spring uh, topic. So um, let's continue this good energy tone. You're up next. What have you brought for us to review? Is it weird? It's, it's weird. weird. Oh, is it weird? It's, it's weird. weird. You said it's weird. It's, it's weird. weird. And now it's weird. It's, it's weird. weird. You're getting weird. It's weird. weird. And now you're weird. It's you're weird. weird. It's too weird to believe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the new segment. It's called Too Weird or Not Too Weird, in which we I will name a song title, 
And my siblings will tell me whether this is a song made by Weird Al Yankovic or not. I have a rule question. Yes. Question about the rules. May we Google? Absolutely not. (laughs) Uh, Is it a competition? Can we beat the heck out of the loser? Yes, the loser okay. will definitely be beaten in some way about okay. the head and face okay. area. Okay. Um, I, I have an important question. Are the <laughs> just are the ones that are not uh-huh. too weird? Are they song titles by someone different, or are they things that you've made up? Because that's an important mm-hmm. distinction. It's a great question. It's a it's a it's a it's a scattering of both. Okay. Nice. So it doesn't it doesn't necessarily have to be a song title that I made up. It could be a real song. Okay. But is it by Weird Al or not? Yeah, that's all you okay. got to tell me. Okay. So we're going to start pretty, what what I think is pretty easy. The uh, the t- song title is Such a Groovy Guy. Weird or not too weird? See, here's what's I think hard that's is not too weird. You're so good weird. at making song mm-hmm. titles <laughs> that sound like Weird Al. I knew you were going to be too good at this. Yeah. It's going to be indistinguishable between a song that would be actually his. I'd say that's too weird. Too weird. Okay, Cece? I say not too weird. Okay. Such a groovy guy is definitely too weird. Yes. It is. I'm going to be second guessing myself every (laughs) single title because I thought that was and then I changed my mind. Oh. Okay. Okay. Well, let's see how this one goes. The next one is Buckingham Blues. That seems too Um, weird. I think that's too weird. I was going to say that seems too weird to be his. I think it's about uh, Lindsey Buckingham. Oh, that would be. I want to listen to that. Well, apparently not. Then I say say it's not too weird. No, (laughs) I don't. I was just. I got. I was going to go not too weird. Not too weird. You're both. You're both saying not too weird. Yeah. Yes. Okay, Buckingham Blues is by Weird Al Yankovic. Ah, see, I changed my answer because of your answer. Right. All right. I just. I gotta go. Is it about Lindsey Buckingham? It's a, it's about Buckingham Palace. Oh. I think it's about Lindsay Buckingham. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not Buckingham or, Palace or okay. D D Buckingham. There are hams that debunk things. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, all the little fish. All the little fish. Too weird or not too weird? You're not giving us any that we There's recognize instantly. <laughs> Yeah, if you were like Give me fat. a fat. Right. Give me a eat it. <laughs> Give me another one rides the bus. I'm there. I know that. And there's also a part of me that's in my head tone that I could see you making this segment where you name 10 song titles and all 10 are Weird Al. That uh-huh. seems like totally yes. something you would do. Right. Yes. But I don't know if that's what you're doing this time or not. <laughs> now we've had, how many have this we done now? Third. Three or two or three? Mm-hmm. This is the third one. Okay, okay. Score. I should be keeping score. I think not. So we'll know who's not gets too the weird. Beam. All the little fish. fish. Too weird. Not not too. It's not too weird. I don't. I think it's not too weird. <laughs> it is too weird. Oh, oh, no, I'm just kidding. Say. All the little fish is not is not a okay. weird Al Yankovic song. I'm up two one. So it's not too I weird. Score this time, but I'll stop if I start losing. <laughs> <laughs> if you stop keeping score, I'll know. Lasagna. Lasagna too is weird. too la, 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 lasagna. Yay! Lasagna is too weird. That was your easy one. That was one. my. That was my. Oh, uh, the one I, I throw right over the plate. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Achy breaky fart. Not not too weird. Too weird. But he. Wait. Let me think about it though, because he did an achy breaky heart. He did. Cover. But what was it called though? 
if not fart. I think he did, but I don't Maybe think it was, it was Icky, fart. Icky, Icky Bricky part. It was about Cousin Eddie, how he's got that plate right under his part. Yeah. And the, the part in his hair? <laughs> that, that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say not. not All right. Not well, who's, who, who picked what? Not too weird. That is correct. Achy breaky heart fart is not too <laughs> weird. I made that up. Yeah, I think you talk about. Sorry, I think you talk about farts a lot more than Weird Al. So if it has fart in the title, is probably you. That's my, <laughs> oh, that's really? My okay. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't know that this word is often associated with Weird Al, but I think he's a little more sophisticated than achy breaky <laughs> fart. So that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> that is really saying something. Oh, he has a level of sophistication we can we never can hope never to achieve. achieve. Yeah. Weird Al does. Him looking, him looking down his nose at anything is lunacy. <laughs> okay, cable TV. That sounds so familiar, but maybe I'm thinking of UHF. Uh huh. Okay. I think it is. I think it is too weird. Well. I I, I okay. think it's going to give it away. I'm pretty sure it is too weird as well because what what's an interesting thing is you guys instilled a love for Weird Al in me at a young age. But then there was a time when I was kind of in high school when you right. guys were kind of in your mid-20s when you probably didn't rush out and buy every single album of his mm-hmm. where I did. Like yes. uh, in the mid-90s when he came out with like um, Amish Paradise. Like you guys know that song, but I bought the right. whole album. I wasn't in. Oh, I, I, I loved that, album. that song, right. but – yeah, and so I, I think it, I think there's a right. time there where I'm going to know some of these obscure ones that maybe uh, you guys don't know as well, and that's where I think cable TV came out in the '90s. So she she says it, it is it, not it, too weird. Oh, it, it is. It is too weird. Yes, too yep. weird. And Wapsle says the same thing, right, Wap? Yes, you're both right. Yay. It is cable TV written by Al Yankovic. See, it was in there somewhere. Like I wasn't buying the albums, yeah. but I was still. That paying was a great attention. one. I re- that one was. Um, was that the, was that right. the cover of Frustrated Incorporated? What's that song called? That's that Soul Asylum song, right? I think that that was the cover. Soul that Asylum, the, yeah. The spoof that he did of that one. Oh no, no, I don't think it was. Oh. I think it was an original song, mm-hmm. but because I remember him saying, "Love oh, my cable yeah, I TV, yeah, I, de- I need my yeah, cable TV." So anyway, uh, next one. Uh, we only got a couple of these left, but <laughs> I do have a lot to choose from. Uh, Polka Town. Now, Polka Town. He's he's done no, twenty polkas. Not too weird. What's the chances of him getting away without naming one polka town? I don't think I could name twenty anything right. without calling one of the <laughs> like name twenty taco restaurants without calling one taco town impossible. Right? <laughs> I, I'm going the opposite way. I think he likes to do his his polkas. I think he's too imaginative. So I'm going to say That's true. It most is of them not all are weird. like the something polka, alternative okay. polka, or. Uh, some probably other polka, but I'm going to say it, too weird. You can't name 20 of anything without, if you name 20 dog breeds, one of them would be like Hound Dog Town. Like you can't. <laughs> Doberman Town. Doberman Town. Town. So you yeah. can't name. <laughs> Poodle Town. Frison Bijou Town. <laughs> so I am now second guessing myself, but I'm yeah, going to stick with too. my answer. Because of that. Wait, which one are you, Wopsle? I'm saying too weird. And I say not too weird. Okay. Polka Town is not too oh, weird. There's on. never been a song named Polka Town <laughs> yeah. ever. Um, okay. So uh, what's the score, guys? Four, five. I'm pretty to sure we're tied. Five. Yep. We're tied. 
Yeah. Five to five. Okay, let's no! do the tiebreaker. Right. I'm so ready. What? It, hey, we could do a buzz in situation. Oh. We could do a buzz in, and if you get it right, you win. If you if you buzz in though and get it wrong, the other person wins. Okay. So, and we have to say buzz. We have to say buzz. I would rather you make a a buzz sound. Okay. okay. Stuck in a closet with Madonna. <laughs> now Sherry got it first. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say too weird. Too weird is correct. Sherry oh, wins the game. When should we set up your beating? Oh, I would have said not Madonna, or not not too weird anyway. So I lost <laughs> twice on that one. <laughs> oh, two beatings. Okay, yeah, two beatings. No wait, she wait. She, she you said not too weird. No, I didn't. I said, oh, don't. She said, too I said, weird. too weird. She did say, too weird. Oh, guys, I messed up. No, what? it is. It is not too weird. I made that up. Yes, I was said not too weird. Stuck in a closet with Madonna is too is is not too weird. Oh man. Okay, I knew it. Oh. I knew it. Now I'm so Russell wins. Yeah. Now I'm really Watch regretful wins. about rubbing the beating in your face. I was gonna say. <laughs> I've been getting face beatings from you guys for my whole entire life. Now it's time to turn it around on the big sister. Finally. <laughs> well, I knew my time remove would my come. glasses. <laughs> we'll find a neutral location halfway between Tulsa okay. and Tecumseh. I think we decided Stroud. I so the Stroud, Stroud McDonald's yeah. parking lot is where our beating is going to occur. Just like Stroud High Schoolers. Let's meet in the McDonald's <laughs> parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> all right well that this has been too weird or too or too weird or not too weird and uh the theme song goes like this is it weird it's, it's weird. weird oh is it weird it's, it's weird. weird you made it weird it's weird just like your beard it's, it's weird, weird. And now i fear it's, it's weird. weird a guy named weird it's, it's weird. weird this might be just too weird to talk about it's weird <laughs> it's so weird <laughs> it's weird oh man <laughs> Well, that is weird, and it's also weird that people keep paying us for um, for uh, five-star reviews on this podcast, and that's the only way we can keep the lights on, is right. by people that pay us, you know, as advertisements. So, having said that, let's go to the five-star review! <laughs> let's, let's go! go. No, woo, 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 woo! All right, well, this week's five-star review is brought to you by sleeping in a bed that is not your own. Oh, boy. We're Great talking product. about Great camps. Product. We're talking about, you know, retreats. We're talking about vacations. We're talking about hotels. We're talking about boats. We're talking about anything that is not your own bed. They're really trying to change the perspective and, you know, make people feel a little better about sleeping in a bed that's not their own. So, okay. Okay. How do you guys feel about sleeping in a bed that is not your own? Um, well, I actually have had pretty good experiences as an adult in this area. Kid, as a kid, not so much. Um, usually it was in a single bed with Cynthia poking me with her knees. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, lately it's been in really nice hotels. And you're good so. in a hotel. I'm great in a hotel. I um, The bed is so comfortable. The pillows are they're plentiful. Um, I'll usually take one and put it against the crack under the door so that the drunk people don't wake me up and the light doesn't shine in. Um, you got those blackout curtains. 
I love a hotel bed. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't how about you? How do you feel about sleeping in a bed that's not your own? Well, I, uh, for a long, long time now, have slept on a couch as my main bed. Um, uh, well, I just, you know, I think, yeah, the bed is different. I also think the environment being different is kind of tough sometimes. I was just at a at a summer camp kind of situation sleeping, and, you know, the beds were uncomfortable. I double mattressed it to try to make it better. It wasn't much better, but it is what it is. But also they have um, exit signs, which, you know, we don't have to have those in our home, thankfully. But mm-hmm. in, in, <laughs> in a cabin, you have to have these exit signs. And what they did is pretty interesting choice. They harnessed the power of 10 suns and <laughs> tr- crunched it down and put that amount of power and brightness into each of their exit signs in this wow. tiny little room that I was um, in. You are going to get out of that place in case of and a fire. And so, yeah, it was like, you know, definitely panic inducing. Um, everyone's dreams were like wild because our eyelids were just burned and seared from these exit signs that were just impossibly, <laughs> impossibly hot. Someone put a T-shirt over it, which was funny because they woke up and the T-shirt was up in flames, right? Like, Melted, right? They were the brightest, most terrible, and it was just right in my eyes. There was no way around it. And so it's like even if you get a comfy bed sometimes sleeping in another place, the environment's just not just not going to help you. Now let me ask you this, Wopsle. Did it was it a red was was the light red or white? Get this. Green. Okay. Never even seen a green exit sign before. I think there's it's like kind of like a spectrum deal. Once something gets so impossibly hot, it kind of goes through the colors. <laughs> so it achieved a brightness <laughs> and heat level that could only be uh, viewed by the human eye. Yeah, as I green. think that's how that works. You yeah. nailed it. Yeah. yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> now, I, I will say that sleeping in a room with other people mm-hmm. is off the charts uncomfortable. So Mad- if I'm maddening. sleeping, yes, if I am sleeping in a camp situation, that's really, really bad. Yeah. In a hotel room by myself, I'm used to that comfiness. It's good. Um, but no, if there's other people there, that is where I draw the line. It's a good call. Yeah. Very good call. But I've yeah, been sleeping that's... by myself for like, I don't know, 10 years. So it's hard to hard to adjust so to another bo- yeah. body or breathing pattern or just the energy. Then I'm always worried that I'm going to fart in my sleep. Well, listen, I think there's been it's, it's tough sometimes. But this week, we're all fans of sleeping in bed. It's not your own. In fact, I wish I was sleeping in a bed. that's not my own tonight. Right. Oh, it's my me favorite. too. Right. Five out of five stars. Everybody Thanks for the it. money. Get out there and do it. <laughs> They're going to sponsor us. We're fans. <laughs> so uh, thanks. Sleeping in a bed that's not your own. Thanks, sleeping thanks in a bed, that's, in not a bed that's not your own. Okay, well, this week for our last review, I have brought uh, for us to review um, vacation excursions. So what I mean by that is like when you go to a place, like the little things you do while you're in that place. I think an excursion might only technically apply to like a cruise, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of oh. thinking about, um, about about things other than that. I actually have some, some uh, literature here that I'm going to go through, but before we get to that, uh, I would love to hear some of your thoughts on uh, – 
on kind of, you know, those those little things you do at a location that you go to. Hmm. Um, what do you think, She? Well, my uh, my vacation, my actual vacation experience is very small. So even on business trips, I think I'm going to do stuff and then I just walk around and look at stuff. So ooh, I don't know. I don't well, have much to say about it. Well, good. You'll see that that's actually the best case scenario. So you'll see why here in oh, a minute. Okay. But Tone, what do okay. you uh, what do you think oh. about vacation excursion? Well, I don't know that I've ever had one. Would this count? Whenever we were in band camp, and they everyone was in this. Uh, we're in a van with all these kids we don't know, and we're in a, a van and it's packed to the gills with kids from band camp. And I said, somebody said, "Hey, what are you going to do when we get back to the rooms?" And someone said, or we get back to the dorms and someone said, you know, I'm going to do play my flute, whatever. And they kind of went around the bus. None of us knew each other. I had like two friends in there. And then I just very quietly said, well, I'm going to run new through the sprinklers. And everybody loved it. (laughs) Right. There was a lot of laughing going on. So that's the closest thing that I can think of to kind of an excursion. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you excursed out to the sprinklers. Right. <laughs> excursed. Excursed me. Excursed me. <laughs> well, no, I, I think that this is perfect. Our level of experience is perfect because um, I, I went down to the ice machine last time I was at a hotel. And, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen these these racks they have with these little pamphlets, these little brochures. Mm-hmm. But there's hundreds of them. And as I was oh, sitting wow. there, I looked over and I saw one. So, so I have some of them here that I want to I want to run through you, but I'll tell you why we picked them. The first one I saw that I'm holding, it said uh, NASA Space Center in Houston. Ooh, cool! And I saw this po- poking up. And um, Mom actually took me there twice whenever I was young. After you guys got out of the house, me and Mom did a lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> once right. we didn't have to bother with y'all anymore, and so we went there <laughs> twice, and it was awesome. It was fun. So I picked it up, and I was like, "Oh, I forgot about this place." And it doesn't really, you know, tell me much about it other than I should go. But uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. I was like, well, if this was good, what else is on here? And as I looked at the other hundred or so pamphlets, I realized no human has ever gone on any of these excursions. (laughs) (laughs) There is no way anyone has ever gone on them. So I don't know how this is going to work in an audio format, but I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about these pamphlets. And then we're going to kind of tell people, you know, whether they should or shouldn't be interested in uh, in these particular excursions. Oh, yeah. That okay. sounds really helpful. So yeah. these yeah. – right, I think it will be really helpful. Um, no one's ever gone on them before. So this is kind of the first time these people are getting the word out. And these ones I, I chose are because they had kind of the worst pamphlets. So here we go. The first one that popped up that I thought, okay, this one at least maybe someone's done this. It's a pamphlet for uh, a tandem skydive. And the first thing that popped out to me is they have a picture of a guy skydiving on the front, but he is so like Mr. Skydive. He's a white dude with cornrows and these like super bro shades on. It's like if (laughs) SNL was doing a skit on skydiving, this is the guy that would be in the skit. (laughs) So it's like, I don't know, something about just trapping to a stranger and hoping he gets me to the ground safe. I don't know that I want to – if I'm going to die by crushing into the ground, I feel like I'd rather be closer to home. I don't know. Now, is that what tandem means? Like, I thought that tandem meant, like, two jumpers who weren't pros. No, no, you got to have your one pro and then you're the 
the idiot that's trusting and it, him. And it's still called, okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. You're like, yeah, you're I mean, I guess you could them. have two people that knew what they were doing, but I think if you did, if you knew what you were doing, you'd just go by yourself. But wait, yeah, Tom, right. didn't you say two people who don't know what they're doing? Yes. Okay, that's what I oh. thought you said. So tandem skydiving is when two people who don't know how to skydive both do it at True. the same time. That's right. Kill two birds with one stone. There's safety in numbers. The stone is the earth. You know, let me let me tell you, um, this does not specify whether or not you will be strapped to a person that knows what they're doing. Right. So, Tony, you okay. might be right. You might, yeah. I just don't um, want my teeth to fall out. That's all. I mean, I, I guess you'd have to have false teeth for that to happen, but that's all. Like in the air? But that concerns you that someday yes. you will have false teeth. Yes. And, you'll, yeah. and you won't be able to jump out of a plane. So yes. everyone skydive before you have dentures. Before, before you get dentures. Um, here's, here's one. So this has a – well, this one in particular has a beach landing, it says. So okay. I guess that's better because it's kind of softer, but like – why you know how quickly water? a beach landing becomes a water landing? I feel like that's right. a pretty cool, pretty <laughs> small margin and then, of error. And there. then your parachute becomes a a weight. <laughs> right, a, as a stranglehold. Speeding towards the Marianas Trench. Um, but here, here's actually the reason I picked this up, though, is um, this tandem skydive is the name of the business, apparently, has a, has a slogan, and this is the slogan. Life's a beach. Jump it. <laughs> What? <laughs> no. Stop it, Wobsol. Talk, on, talk honestly. Beach. Life's a beach. What does that mean? Jump you it. stop making things up. <laughs> what does I'm that mean? I'm serious. <laughs> Life, you stop a, it. <laughs> Life's a beach has been said before. Okay, so maybe, I'm not sure what you're trying to say with that. Beach? But jump it. How do Are you, you jump jumping life, life and a Are beach? Are you jumping a beach? <laughs> what does that mean? Jump <laughs> life. That doesn't life. mean anything. Jump <laughs> over life. Um, please just just use that. Next time somebody's like having a bad day or or a good day, either way, just be like, you know, I feel you. Life's a beach. Jump it. Jump it. <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, dude, oh, so that's deep, man. Based on yeah, that, right. that alone, I'm going to say, I'm going to recommend people go on this excursion. Yeah. That's okay. my recommendation. <laughs> and at least ask them that question. Hey, what do you guys mean by life's a beach? Yeah. Jump it. Pay your money, get in the plane, ask them, get the answer and go back down without jumping. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do know one thing. <laughs> that one that you just said, Wopsle, means that they have Fonzie there. And Fonzie's going to jump the shark, right? Which uh-huh. is a, a metaphor for jumping your life. For your life like going over, going too far going, into the crazy. Yes, going too far. Mm-hmm. So it. they should have said life's a shark. Jump it. Jump it. Uh, now, now that. See, that's our new phrase. That's the kick the cool catchphrase. <laughs> life's a shark. Life's a jump shark. It. Jump it. Okay, that one I thought would be the quickest one. I might have to cut some of these out. I only I only have a few more, but uh, we had a lot more to say about that one slogan than I thought. Here's the next one I'm going to bring to you. Ghost Tours Texas. It's a yes. haunted walking tour of legend, history, and mystery. Ooh. So there's lots of things on here that I think are, are interesting. It says Galveston's Haunted Mansion District. 
So it's a it's a, a walking tour okay. through the haunted mansion district. <laughs> Is that the official city name <laughs> of that district? Like we have the well, Mason district. What we if you what if you called up the, the, the city council? City council, and you're like, hey, I think my house might be haunted, and they're like, sorry, you guys aren't zoned for that. Like, you, sorry, that's not the. <laughs> You're not in the right place. How much is it, this? Uh, you know, these don't have these do not have prices on them. Oh, oh. so it's kind of a kind of a call to get the get, to get it kind of situation. I do love that this says this engaging, theatrical, entertaining, and then it says recommended by Travel Channel and mm-hmm. major hotels. You know. <laughs> You know the legi- the recommendations are legit when they don't list said major hotels. <laughs> they don't. They're just list like you know them. the ones. And it's you theatrical, so does that mean they're going to have a guy in a sheet jump out of these haunted mansions? Right. Yeah. How theatrical are we talking? Like haunted house, you know, for da- Bricktown style. Is that theatrical? I feel like a lot of these have like the three things. Like this one says like uh, legend, history, and mystery. And it also says engaging, theatrical, entertaining. There's lots of like, <laughs> lots of cadence to what they're what they're selling you. Okay. <laughs> I think they just wanted to say one thing, and they're like, "Well, we can't just say engaging. We got to add some more stuff to it because sometimes the other one seems like kind of fluff." Anyway, private tours available. Book today, but it's only in the one district. Just walk around, look at some some <laughs> houses. <laughs> Which I would. I mean, if I would rather just say. Go on a tour where you look at mansions. They don't have right. to be haunted because you know that yeah. they're, you're not going to experience the haunting out on the sidewalk. So, <laughs> Wait, you know. okay, uh, yeah, no, you're right. I just saw, yeah, you're going to walk by and be like, "That one's haunted." All right, like, I mean, did <laughs> right. you do anything? Well, no, we got to stay out here. <laughs> you could have called any district the haunted district then. I also love that there are tour times. For example, uh, in May through October, it's open 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., Monday through Saturday. So they really got with the ghosts and they were like, hey, if you could haunt super good, like between 8 and 10, <laughs> that's when we're going to be coming by here. The rest of the day, just chill. Yeah. But uh, these are the real spooky times, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> 8 to 10. If you go by 11, they're going to be like, man, this is pretty quiet around here. Well, yeah. The, <laughs> the ghosts are asleep. <laughs> the ghosts are done for a bit. So okay. you're so when you don't want to be involved in this, you just stand out on the sidewalk where they can't get you, and you just just try like challenge them the whole time. You suck. I'm not scared at all. Ha! Ah! And you're out on the on the sidewalk, and you just and taunt meanwhile, them. And meanwhile, they're murdering the family that lived there because <laughs> of your taunting. You're like I'm not scared. I'm so at all. frustrated. Taking it out on them. <laughs> all right. So ghost tours, you know, it's a pretty small window, but I think if you know, I think you got to get in there if you can. In that one district, what's funny is yeah, if you you can probably just Google and figure out. It says it's six blocks worth. I mean, if you're just going to walk around and look at them, you probably don't have to pay these people to do that for you, mm-hmm. right? Um, you might just do it. So that's that's a little kick the cool pro tip. Okay, <laughs> next one is the the reason why I started picking these up because this one says rage rooms with two exclamation points. Wow. It's called the Rage Cage, and it's got like a uh, a, a toothless emoji face with like teeth knocked out <laughs> with a baseball bat going one way and an axe the other way. What? What? So I'm like, okay, the Rage Cage, and it's like intense. Let's go. Wow. Here's what they offer. 
because you know I, I've heard of these things where you can like go in and smash a bunch of glass plates, you know, or whatever. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I thought it was. We were getting into. Yeah. But here's here's what they offer: axe throwing. Okay, right? I could see that happening. At yeah, that sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Airsoft shooting. Okay. Okay. Jujitsu classes. Wait a nice. minute. <laughs> Wait just a minute here. <laughs> that sounds great. Have you, ever, have you ever been in a location for about 18 to 24 hours and thought, hey, while I'm here, I should take some jujitsu classes? I should learn jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be so helpful. And then the last one they offer is sumo suit wrestling. Okay. Well, that sounds pretty fun, too. That sounds like a blast. Here's the thing. I think these things sound fine. I don't know that the rage cage with the toothless <laughs> emoji <laughs> represents the things they offer as well as they think yeah. that it does. Did the emoji have cauliflower ears? <laughs> uh, if so, no, I'm thinking it's MMA. So <laughs> that sounds yeah, really the, MMA. There, there seems to be no cage involved whatsoever. <laughs> right. <laughs> See, I thought the cage was going to be a cage match where uh-huh. when you go yes. into the haunted house, you have to go against another family. <laughs> oh, right. Cage match. Your cage is your own self-loathing. <laughs> you want a yeah. cage? I'm in a cage. In that sumo suit. <laughs> What the heck am I doing here? What am I doing here? <laughs> oh man, yeah. So, so Rage Cage. I mean, I don't know what 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 you're going to get yourself into when you go in there. Here's another logo too. They have where it's that same emoji, but he's st- <laughs> he's standing there in a full gi, and in one hand he has a throwing axe, and the other hand he has a giant sledgehammer. I got to send you guys. You guys are not going to believe this picture that I'm looking at right now. (laughs) And he's saying two things. He's saying axe throwing and smash. Goodness. But then all they offer is jujitsu classes. (laughs) That's like that whole thing reminds me of like if, you know, if, if Cowtown USA were to advertise for a rave. (laughs) <laughs> right, you know, right. you go down to the honky tonk for your rave. Yep. Yeah, if if the if the title of it was like, you know, ultra rave, and then the the bullet points were like two stepping, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> angry, angry Squ- two-stepping. square dancing, right? aggressive two stepping, <laughs> slowly flashing lights. Okay, so yeah, so rage rooms. You know, if you're looking to take some quick jujitsu classes, it's probably going to be one you want to hit up. But uh, <laughs> other than that, I don't know that it's quite as a uh, quite as much rage is involved in this cage as they would apply in the uh, in the emoji logo. So that might be a pass for me. Okay. The last one I grabbed, and there's really only one thing I want to ask you guys because I think you might have some insight on this that I didn't have. Um, th- these are from Galveston, and in Galveston, there's like a big pier they have called the Pleasure Pier. Oh, and it, uh, it says rides, food, and fun. Oh. So th- you know, be adventurous. So there's like rides. It's it's pretty cool looking, and the the there's there's 39 things on this pier that you can do. Something called big wheeling. Something called um, galaxy wheel. All kinds of things. But but the number one thing, the, the number one on this list of 39 things says 5D theater ride. Whoa. 
Five D. Five D. And I'm just, I mean, I was just really like, how many D's do you need? <laughs> like, that's too many, I think. What possible? What yeah, even possible? in bra size, you just go up to triple D and then you <laughs> right. move to the E, the E cup. So, yeah. five D's is a lot. So, how many D's? What are these D's that they've locked, found that the rest of us don't know about? <laughs> it's a shark attack 5D theater ride. Is the, the fifth D like a literal shark bite? Like it's, you lose right. a limb? <laughs> it's D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to say that and then I decided not to. And I did not know Sherry was going to say it. <laughs> that's for sure. There were so many things I wanted to say right there, and that, that's what came out. That's the cool. best. The cream of the crop was <laughs> D's nuts. <laughs> oh, I'm dying. <laughs> All right. Uh, I wonder if they're, if they're trained to – because, you know, because 4D is typically means you're in something that moves, and you have your 3D mm-hmm. yeah. glasses on, right? Mm-hmm. So the 3Ds are what's happening on the screen. The 4D is you're moving around. I bet every time someone walks up to them at the ticket counter and they says, hey, what's the fifth D? I bet they just yell, these nuts for everyone to hear. <laughs> and then you just stand there and you're like, well, I don't, you don't know what to I do. Have you don't a, know how to respond. I have a theory on what the 5D might be. Time travel. Okay. Oh, time, time is the fifth dimension. Mm. So, right. Um, they're sending so, you back to the dinosaur days when oh. the megalodons, and then that's, you know, that's when you run into trouble. That's when you run into trouble. Yes. Life's a megalodon. <laughs> Jump it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see here. Pleasure Pier. Let me see what their slogan is. Uh, here it is. It says, life's a megalodon. Jump it. <laughs> so. <laughs> Nailed it. So, yep. They got Bubba Gump Shrimp Co. I tell you, out of the 39 things, I don't think I'm going to go see how many Ds of sharks they're going to be able to show me. I think I'll skip that one and go to everything else. Because, <laughs> yeah, five Ds is just too many Ds. Too many Ds. Yeah. So, you know, here, uh, when this is all said and done, here's how I would like to wrap up. And I don't know that we need to rate this segment because, I mean, we kind of rate each one of these individually. But I don't suggest if you're on vacation you go and do any of the stuff in those pamphlets. I do suggest you go pick up a few of these pamphlets and just read over them while you're on the plane or whatever, because it's pretty <laughs> yeah. good material, and I think it's gonna it's gonna treat you right. And don't forget but, to have fun. You know that's one of the things that that one advertised. They said you can you can do this and you can do that, and it's also got fun. Well, that's uh-huh. a pretty generic descriptor. <laughs> it's just, you're gonna have fun. Well, what am I gonna be doing? Having fun. Is that a guarantee? <laughs> well, I do love that, that one. The other two on that tone were rides, which yeah. like, it, it's binary. Either there are or there aren't rides. <laughs> yes. Food. Okay. <laughs> yes. That can be proven. Um, you can be held accountable to whether or not there are rides or food. Um, and then fun is the only one that's like, well, we'll see, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about that. I'll be the I'll judge, be the of, judge that. of that. I would be holding on to that ticket stub ready to get my money back. Right? <laughs> It'd be funny if it was like rides, food, pier. <laughs> and that end of list. Like, <laughs> we promise. We promise. Those three things. That's all we can that's all we can promise. 
You might not have fun. We got to be honest. Several people this season have been here and not had fun because of all the D's. But <laughs> the peer is a certainty. Yeah, there is a chance the 5D could be the no fun dimension. It could, you know, right. it could be. Okay, well, I do think that uh, with that, we are going to be done for this week. Thanks again to Amy for suggesting the pickup beds. A trip down memory lane is always a fun time for us. If uh, you have any review you'd like us to cover, you can send it to us at reviews at kick.cool. And we would also like to give a big old thank you to the band Bugs for letting us use the song Reviews as our theme song. Please go buy their new album. I, I said before that their new album came out. I was wrong. That was just pre-order. So now I believe that it's out for, it's been released and you can you can pick one up. So go buy their uh, go buy their new album, Cooties. Thank you, Bugs. Um, and uh, you better follow us on Twitter at Kick the Cool because I'm going to tag Weird Al and let's see what he does. Yes. Mm-hmm. If he comments. <laughs> Great idea. We'll see. Certainty. Certainty. <laughs> All right. Well, but uh, that's going to do it for this week. But until next week, I'm Wop. I'm She. And I'm Tone. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Love you. Love you, everybody. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you.